Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy, Gerard, and your girl, Gabby. Episode 110 of the Kicks and Shit Show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Episode 110, man. We're out here. We're out here. Gabby, it is not officially. The calendar has not changed yet for the autumnal equinox. However, um, you know how you know it's fall? Because, like, at least for me, in the morning when I take Hazel out for a walk and I come out of the building and it's just like chaos and pandemonium. Children coming out of every door and doorway with backpacks and moms yelling and cars and buses. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Oh, it's September. <laughs> That's what's happening. We're back to school. That's what it is. <laughs> it definitely feels like it. Back to the office. A lot of companies are in full-blown RTO this week. There's also a ton going on in the city. Football starting up. Fashion week. Mm-hmm. Fashion week, the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. You know, what a beautiful time. Am I right? It is a wonderful time. Fall, fall the end of summer into the beginning of fall in New York City actually is a fun time. Best time of the year. Um, because, again, we mentioned the U.S. Open. It is New York uh, Fashion Week. Um, we also, it is the beginning of football season. Um, week one started, at, we're recording this on a Friday, started last night on a Thursday. College football is already in week two. So, and, and that's, that's not New York, New York specific. That is for the whole country, but you, you, you feel the vibe and the buzz and things are starting to change, right? And at night, there's still that little bit of crisp in the air starting to come. Not quite like, you know, you need like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. But, I mean, let's relax. It is hoodie season, Jay. At <laughs> night, at least, when it is dark out, we are coming on hoodie season. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting on hoodie season. Um, so season. you know, so it's it's it, it's that time, right? It's like seven thirty now, and it's dark out at seven thirty, like fully dark, right? It's like they were, we're we're doing that thing, right? And so it's fine. We'll we'll adjust to it as we always do, and everybody will bitch and complain in February and March about it's terrible and it's freezing out and it's dark out at four o'clock and yada yada yada. And then we'll be back around again in the summer. It's too hot. Like, you know, it's the same cyclical thing that we do every year as people. You know, it's like, it is what it is, guys. This is life. But anyway, Gabby, you're in New York. You're on the East Coast. How are things? Things are good. You know, it's been nice to be back home for a bit. Um, New York will always in is my home forever. Uh, it's been great, you know. We are starting to plan for upcoming basketball and hockey seasons. Mm. So it's my favorite time of year, right? I need a new leather jacket, so we're going to go with hoodie season. It's hoodie <laughs> and bike short season, which are the combination and culmination of two of my favorite seasons. But I will say, like, that's the one thing that, like, fall – I love the memes on, like, your NYC on Instagram that are always, like – you know, the 900 seasons in New York where it's like summer three and then it's like fall and then it's yeah. like fall preview exactly. and it's like, exactly. and like the one winter night and then all of a sudden you're like, damn, it's dark out of five. When do mm-hmm. we, how do we get here? When do we, get, do we here? get here? But it's a beautiful time. I'm just glad that you didn't say we know that it is fall because pumpkin spice is back. No, no, no. That's just been back. Yes, I, I am not a pumpkin spice connoisseur, so that's not really my thing. So those of you that do that, do you enjoy your lattes and all that? I will say though, um, like at CBS and those places, like all the Halloween candies out. I'm like Halloween candy, like we're it, it, it's not even Rosh Hashanah yet. Like what are we my Halloween candy? <laughs> but that doesn't surprise me, right? Like whoever does these Halloween candy or seasonal candy marketing calendars for these companies, as you will, right? Like Valentine's Day comes out in fucking December now. Like the day after Christmas, Valentine's Day candy, right? I'm just like, who comes up with this? Did we like forget about Thanksgiving when the Christmas stuff goes out before? Like, yep, come wild. on, y'all. It, it's, it's just wild. a wild time. You know, I get it. We are always trying to make a buck. It's tough times and, out there. And always trying streets. to fast forward the calendar. It's like, guys, 
it Enjoy moves the fast. moment. Live in the moment. It also moves fast on its own. You don't need yeah. to speed it up. It already moves at a lightning quick pace. No need. <laughs> and I agree. And I appreciate those who plan in advance, but I don't need any candy corn in the end of August. That's yes, all I got to say. Set. All set. No thanks. No, <laughs> no thank you. Um, but it's been interesting. You know, it's we had a, a company outing this week, which was really great. Also, it was like in light of the news of the queen, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I, I got to say, Jay, mm. those memes came out a little bit too fast. Like well, it's like people were ready. They were like, I mean, all right, the, everybody's in town. I think it happened before they actually announced it. Well, Just of course put that out there. It, it It's like, did. stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? Those of memes, like did. the Borat ones that are coming out of the woodwork. They, they, they have been planning for Queen Elizabeth II's death for quite some time. Um, and so there's a lot of protocol and pomp and circumstance in place from a procedural standpoint when the sovereign dies. Um, and this is not going to be a conversation about monarchy and colonialism and imperialism, which by the way, I'm happy to discuss on another platform. I am not in support of either of those things. I'm just telling you what the situation is as it stands right now. Right. And when the announcement happened and everyone heard like the, um, she's at Balmoral, which is their summer country seat. Um, where the real family stays, right? There was all this um, talk about, okay, her doctors are with her. They're concerned about her health. I don't know this for a fact, but I am 99.9% sure she was already dead then. The issue was they had to make sure uh, Charles was all the right people had to be there first before then they could say, okay, now here's the announcement. And you noticed how it's from a media standpoint, a little behind the curtain, how here in the States, we're all about getting there first, right? That's the, that's the thing. It's like, oh, no. It's like, even if it's wrong, like, people don't care, right? They just want to be the first one to yeah. say something. And that's many media outlets do that. If you notice out there in the UK, it didn't matter who was first. It wasn't about first, right? That that wasn't – this is how they said, it. okay, here it is. We're just disseminating the information now. Boom. Now everyone picks it up. Ultimately, it doesn't matter, right? Because everyone has the same piece of news, which is the woman is dead. Like, what what new news do you have versus somebody else? Nothing, because this is what it is. <laughs> so what you're saying, just to make sure I'm tracking, is that the monarchy and Chris Jenner are basically the same because they control the media? <laughs> In a way, yes. Well, okay. the monarchy controls UK media, not our media. Although well, Chris Jenner cl- controls c- our media. Correct. So correct. That's, that's, <laughs> yes. I mean, she is a queen, let me tell you. But uh, yeah, it's um, been an interesting week. So, yeah, so it, it's been a lot. Uh, it's also been an interesting time in the sneaker world. Um, everyone, I'm sure, has seen the news about our boy Yeezy and his latest beef with Adidas. And, you know, I, I just – look, everyone knows here and who doesn't know by now, I'll say it again. I am a huge Yay fan. We both are. I think this dude, musically, is a genius. Like, everyone knows how I feel about my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like, I think it's one of the great albums of the last 25 years. Like, I – all that said, does the man do strange things at times? 1,000%. Um, does he seemingly burn bridges everywhere he goes? 1,000%. Um, and this is not in any way excusing any of that, right? This is that this is that, 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 that line, right? The fine line between genius and insanity, right? And this, this constant need for control and tinkering. And like, this is, this is what happens to people like him. He's uber creative forces right they just and particularly when they become these humongous pop cultural icons like kanye west is right it's just all of it together is just a bad mix and and late and in late stage right generally nothing good happens late stage right when in in these type of situations now 
We saw what happened with Nike, right? Which is why I left. And let's be clear about something at, at, at Adidas. Kanye is not a designer in the Tinker Hatfield sense of the word, right? Kanye has, and it's not a one's better than the other. Kanye it's has different. concepts and ideas in his head, right? Which, you know, that's a whole other thing. But, right? Oh, I'm thinking of this. He then says them to the people at Adidas and to the team that they and they and then they go out and say, okay, let us now assemble people who can actually bring this thing to life. Right? That's a very different process than I have an idea in my head. Here's the sketch out. Here's right. It's 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 just very different, right? And so he's now saying that he didn't approve any of these things, and now blah blah. blah. And it's like, guys, like I mean, Adidas, like, can we just stop? Like, it's a profitable arm of Adidas. The Yeezy shoes make a shit ton of money. Kanye, you make a shit ton of money. Can't you just be happy with that and just keep this shit moving? Like, why are we doing this? You know, Jay, it's not always about the money. And here's the thing. <laughs> I think that this has been a great learning. And, you know, like looking, watching the Yeezy Gap collection, watching like how he leverages social media. He's an emotional person because he's a creative. And I think mm-hmm. that's. You know, to me, that is like the primary difference between someone like him and a tink- and a tinker, right? Tinker is a creative, but also understands the mechanics and execution because that is his specialty. That's the way that Kanye operates in music. That's his specialty. He also has a genius eye, right? That genius and insanity. I'd be very curious for Kanye because I think Nike is smart. Or Nike is smart. Adidas was smart too, right? In the way that they've leveraged, they're like, cool. Like all these brands take a look at what sells. How do we replicate it in a way that's like kind of remix, a little bit different? I know like Kanye had a lot to say about some of the other silhouettes that Adidas was dropping that Mm -hmm. had nods to some of the Yeezy collection. Mm -hmm. I get it. I understand the frustration on both sides. I wonder if what makes sense for Ye Mm -hmm. is to flip that script, Mm -hmm. right? Where he's the creative, he brings in an executional partner. He'll probably change that person every couple of years. That's his vibe. <laughs> every that, couple of years, shit, might be every six I, months. <laughs> it could be every six months. That's his vibe. That's fine. But I think instead of Adidas bringing in a Kanye, I think it is Kanye saying, I want to do something with Adidas. I'd be very curious how we flip that script and say, mm-hmm. I want to come to you. Because I think the problem is, is that Kanye gets stuck in these longer term partnerships and deals and he's constantly moving and evolving and changing. Like, in the way that his music does. It's like where he's at in life, what his mood is, what he's feeling. And I mm-hmm. think like what I look forward for him is to find some kind of balance that works for him and who he is in his schedule. Yeah. And I think some of these longer term partnership deals, it's a little bit more corporate, a little bit more structured. You know, it makes sense that that's the way that things are set up the way they are. So like I don't fault Adidas or Nike or any or Gap or any of those oh, brands. No, I anything. think that Adidas no. is brilliant for the way that they set up everything, right? And I yep. think that at a certain point, what do they figure out? What is the creative control? Adidas wants to keep making different Yeezys. Cool. It's part of that original legacy. And then they don't retro certain styles without his blessing. And then it gives Adidas the flexibility to kind of rock with uh, an iconic brand that they built. Yeezy to me behind Jordan brand is the biggest launch of a brand of some sort connected to another human. For sure. 
in in our in recent history. So like, why, of course, Adidas wants to leverage that. And then Kanye doesn't have to be all up in his feelings every time there's a colorway that he's like, I might not agree with this, or there's a remix silhouette because then it doesn't need to necessarily concern him. And he can feel he's allowed to feel how he's gonna feel. I respect that, and I totally understand that. But then it's like it's business versus personal. Right. Personally, you can feel how you want, but then it doesn't affect business. Well, that, that, that's the point you hit right there about the business, right? So as it relates to like the IP, right? The intellectual property. And a lot of what touched this off is Adidas releasing a version of their slides, right? That looked like, that resembled Yeezy slides. Well, as, we re- as it relates to intellectual property in sneaker and footwear design, right? What is the, who owns the property? Does Ye own it or does Adidas own it? Does Yeezy own it or does Adidas own it, right? And if Adidas in fact owns it and if Yeezy is this sort of like, subsidiary under adidas well then adidas is the parent company so by the way it works they actually own the ip right like much like uh, unless it is a separately run subsidiary that had like right and this is the the legal ramifications of it and i am not privy to any of the contracts and i don't know what they look like or what's what right or or even how the yeezy adidas relationship is structured right again like is Yeezy like Jordan brand, its own separate, wholly owned subsidiary, or is it just an imprint under the Adidas umbrella, right? Those things matter, and they determine who individually or entity-wise owns the actual IP, and that is at the heart of the matter, and I just don't know who owns it. No, totally, and I think that's a good call-out, too. Like, we always talk about these topics on the show, and, you know, this is all all speculation based on what we know that's public. I, I do think that it'd be interesting to see, you know, I deal with a lot of contracts and legal terms, right, versus something that's, like, in perpetuity versus is it something that, like, has an end date on it, right? Like, Kanye might have a say in it for three years, and then after that, Adidas can do what they want. Like, what does that look like? I'd be really interested, and I and I hope for Kanye's sake, because... It's not a fun feeling when anyone feels like their designs are being ripped off, but we don't know the no we don't know the contract. And at the end of the day, there are tons of brands right now doing the same silhouette. I know that he is in closer ties with Adidas, but like my guy, that that silhouette is out there in a lot of other forms, uh, you know. And I think that's where, like for me, I like I'm frustrated for this situation because. I think like that's for him where he's got to look at those nuances and really get in the weeds and build that kind of self-awareness. And it's okay to be like, listen, like in the moment, I'm like, I'm all in. There's no prenup. Nah, people, people got people. You know what I mean? It's up to me. A prenup is nothing personal. It is business. It's to make sure everybody feels good Strictly in business. case things change from the honeymoon phase. <laughs> when you, when you said, when, when you said uh, it reminded me of like the line of like, uh, it's not personal, right? Like, and it, um, one of the great HBO uh, dramas, um, Boardwalk Empire, uh, my man, Jip Rossetti, and uh, he's played by Bobby Cannavale. And someone was telling a joke and, and in the series, Bobby Cannavale's character is a little slow on the uptake. And they're like, oh, it's just a joke. Don't take it personal. And, and Bobby's character is like, but we're all people, right? So how are we supposed to take it, right? Like that, it's that idea, right? Like, yes, it's a, it's nothing personal. It's like, but but I am a person, right? So like, I'm going to take things personally. Um, but you're, you're to your point, you're correct, right? Like, it's just really even down to the idea of creating something, right? Like, you're in the contracts. I've been involved in a number of contracts with various things. If I'm consulting with someone and we're working on an idea for a client, right? Like, and let's say I'm creating something and it's specifically for this client and we're drafting a bunch of ideas and different things. The way that some contracts work are 
the ideas drafted in that so sessions for those clients, even the ones that don't get used, are the property of the company who has hired you to execute the whatever for the client, right? That, that's a lot of contracts work that way. So in the Kanye example, yeah, you, you may have gone through a, a design or planning session and had 78 million sketches and you only ended up with one. Well, who owns all the sketches that are in the trash, right? That you, that you decided to scrap. Somebody does, right? Like, so I think these are the nuances when we're talking about these kinds of deals. And so, you know, it's just something that, that, that worth bearing out, but hopefully we'll just continue to see good stuff get put out. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, speaking of good stuff being put out, um, by the time this episode comes out, I believe the drawing will be open or about to open for the Jordan Brand J Balvin collection. And I have to say, I did peruse. Some of the things look dope. Okay. I do know because of the name, it's going to be one of those things where everybody tries to, you know, loses their mind. It's like, oh my God, I got to get the varsity jacket. I got to get the hoodie. I got to get the. Okay. It's like, all right, chill. Like, but some of the stuff do, do does do does look cool. What how do, it how do, do you, get different, Jay? I don't know. You know? <laughs> how do you okay. how do you feel about the the Jay Balvin uh, collection? It's funny. Jordan I Brand. agree with all that you're saying, and this is a phrase that I probably will never say again. Just give me the twos. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a two stand, but not, I, I I, I, I do surprised. not stand for twos. I am, but like I need to overpay for a varsity jacket. I think it's cool. It's, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I also have a very certain aesthetic. I think, yeah, like, for yeah. people Varsity that are not sure I think the collection is dope. I think even the fact that they have socks that match the colors mm-hmm. of the clouds, mm-hmm. super smart. I love I that. I like it. I like it. But I will say, the more and more I see images of these twos, the I, I'm not a two person. I'm going to reiterate, I'm not a two person. I'm not a two person. I'm not a two person. No one on this pod right now is a two. We don't like twos. But. Out of this being the year of the two, out of all of the pairs that I've seen, the J Balvin to me mm. all right. does it better. Fair enough. I like it. I, I like the details. This to me, like with the cloud, with the plush mm-hmm. fabrics, mm-hmm. with the materials, this one just feels really different. Like, and I know we talk a lot on this show about how certain silhouettes can be like a canvas. Mm-hmm. And I think usually like twos, we get like the color blocking or the stitching. Yep. This time I feel like for this collab, they took the materials. They took prints, colors, like stuff that just, it like makes the shoe feel like it could be floating in my apartment. I don't know. You know, I just, there's something that's really cool and different about it. So I agree with you. This thing is going to like fly off the shelves. I'll probably take it out. It's okay. I'm used to it. But that to me is that that's my cop out of the full collection. If and I can you, get my hands on it. Did you see they're doing also a, um, a, a bitmoji thing with the, with the, with the J, with the J Balvin uh, release and then you can get a pair of the uh, Jordan Brand J Balvin 2s for your Bitmoji, but only through Snapchat. I think this is an interesting way, right? We talked about Agreed. this several episodes ago about the metaverse and like this whole digital age. And like, so I feel like for younger people, like for me, like I have zero desire or interest. Not, and it's not a judgment thing. It's just, I'm not, I don't like, I'm not getting shoes for my, bit, my J Balvin Bitmoji. Like I don't, I don't care. But I feel like there's definitely younger people who are going to be one thousand percent into this um and i think it's a it's a really again like you know we always think about nike and jordan brand being like i mean they're the establishment right and it like red tape and you have to like get 75 vice presidents to sign off on a stapler right like it's it's that kind of thing but them doing this i think is them trying to be like all right where we see things happening we're trying to you know do our thing with with social media and with the younger crowd so i think it'll be interesting to see and yeah, I mean, you know, look, you, it's it's a raffle, first of all, number one. So you have to first see if you're going to even win the raffle, which 
you got to figure, I don't know, a million people are going to, more than that, millions of people are going to be involved. Hundreds, hundreds, millions, thousands. And there's probably going to be, I don't know, 10,000 sneakers, if that may, like, you know what I mean? So you're already like, yeah. all right, it's, you know, but we'll Maybe see. Maybe odds forever be in your favor. They are never going to be in your favor, but you know, yeah. or this, this is going to be a tough one. Or you get lucky, but it's like you get. Uh, is there a T-shirt in this collection? You, you get you get a smaller item. You don't get like the shoes or the or the varsity jacket, right? It's like okay, well, but I that's a strategy it. in itself, though. Like right, when when right. Fear God Essentials started coming out, right? And I, like mm-hmm. I there was one time where I got the Pack Sun link mm-hmm. early before they like sent mm-hmm. out the email and really notified things, right? Like this wasn't the sole link. This was my friend was like they dropped it a, an hour early, whatever. I go and I'm like, you know what? Apple Pay on my phone. Boop boop. One item at a time. It's an honor to be nominated. If I can get anything at all, I'll take one. I'm not going to be greedy. I'm not going to sit here with things in my cart trying to get other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, if everyone can get some stuff, you know, yeah. I'd rather spread the love around. I'm not someone who's like, I need the full head to toe fit. I think that's right. something that there's enough resale platforms out there that if that's the route that I want to go, cool. Oh, and let, and let us tell you folks, if you want to pay that, gonna be, if you want to pay that resale price, by all means, because it will be out there. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, like I said, this will be one to watch. I think everything sells out. It's also, and I know we talk about this too, but we haven't in a minute, but watching the ebbs and flows of resales, like right now, right now, the sneaker market mm-hmm. is not up. No. Except it, for it, certain it, pairs. Certain, certain pairs, of course, are yeah. like. But you can get stuff that's like close to retail these days, which is very beautiful. I'm not saying the J Balvin collection is going to be anywhere close to retail. Not, but. but as a sneakerhead, if I don't get it, mm-hmm. plenty of stuff to choose from plenty. that I can probably get for the same amount of resale. So for, for sure, yeah. So people get get out there, get onto those those sites, and you can find some. Stay good vigilant, stuff. people. Stay vigilant. Uh, Gabby, we started the show. We talked about the U.S. Open. Um, of course, we know, and it's been a it's been incredible. But I've been out there the last two weeks. Um, being up close and personal. Um, I was there for every single one of Serena's matches. I've, I've seen um, a man, Francis Tiafo, push his way all the way through the sense of the semifinals. It has been a joy to cover Beautiful that event. Um, you know, we thought about that it would be that Nike would plan something and do something a little bit more, at least in the um, product release uh, for Serena Williams. And they didn't. I mean, they sent her a pair of Air Force Ones with some stuff and, you know, but in terms of stuff for fans and people to collaborate and, and buy, there wasn't a lot out there, right? And we had a conversation off air, which we're bringing now to this idea of, you know, did Nike kind of drop the ball on this? Um, and you have someone like Francis Tiafo, who is a Nike athlete, um, as we see by his his gear. Um, are they missing an opportunity? And one of the things I said to you was, I just feel like someone somewhere at Nike has made the decision that the category of tennis, and that's how they view sports that's in categories, is one that they are not making any kinds of huge investments in for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know who decided it. I don't know what the situation is. Um, but, you know, when you had an, an athlete, the caliber of Serena Williams, you know, greatest tennis player of all time, greatest, one of the greatest athletes of all time, man or woman, uh, greatest female athlete of all time. Like, I mean... And you guys couldn't figure out a way to do something. I mean, yeah, there were some cool stuff. The Virgil, but like those were one-off pieces for her. I don't know how many of them actually sold on Nike. Like did they push or market behind it? Again, like if you 
couldn't figure out a way to market that woman who meant so much to not just women of color, but people around the world. I feel like, yes, missed opportunity because you could have done. I mean, look, we talked about this. The when Federer was still a Nike athlete and he's no longer when he had the the uh, super super zoom vapor tours right that had the knob with the elephant print like those were fire and sold out literally like immediately. immediately i'm like and again this is not about roger that was roger federer what do you think you could do with serena williams like i just I, i'm baffled but again i think it comes back to they decided as a category tennis we don't care i mean here's the thing right i think that there was a missed moment in time in the way that we talked about the queen, they knew that the queen of sport and mm-hmm. tennis at some point was going to retire. Should have been working on this. Prepare and do that groundwork. I thought the sneakers that they sent her, beautiful homage to her career. Cool. For someone that is not just the greatest female tennis player, mm-hmm. not just the greatest female athlete, mm-hmm. but in talks of being the mm-hmm. greatest athlete of all time. Yes, I'm coming from the lens of being a tennis player, but I like, don't give a fuck if it's 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 beyond tennis. In the I way agree. that we talk about how like Kobe transcended basketball, I Serena agree. transcends tennis. I agree. And the way that you talk about that Roger Federer shoe is right. You can do that mix, and that's what Jordan Brand does so well. They have their everyday shoes. They could have their everyday Serena shoe. That cool. The tennis stands, they rock it. And then every now and again, as part of that, do a limited drop. They could have redropped her off whites. They could have done a collection of things. Like they did the Serena collection of stuff, but it like, I don't know. To me, the design wasn't there. And Serena's a designer. She works in fashion and lifestyle. She is a brand. And I just, you know, she is such a force and an icon on the court with her style. That to me didn't translate. And I think that is a huge miss. And there's a reason that women are still having these conversations. And like, sure, we can talk about Federer. I I love Federer, beautiful head of hair, (laughs) even more beautiful to watch on the court. He is one of the greatest of all time as well when it comes to tennis. But for the ladies, a community that is already so underrepresented. Agreed. This would have changed the game to give a Serena silhouette. I think like they'll dabble, they'll be like, cool, like let's try with Naomi Osaka. And I love Naomi, but she's a younger player and doesn't have the legacy yet because she's a younger player that a Serena does. We were talking about this before the show. Jordan Brand didn't become a brand until the tail end of Jordan's career. He was wearing shoes that were made for Jordan that were then available to be sold. But the iconic brand as we know it was, the foundation was like, hey, we're on to something here. It was kind of mm-hmm. like a test and learn. Right what, around the 11s, right? It started to really build and build that momentum. And without us even trying, how can you say it won't work? And like, I look at the US Open this year and it was so interesting and iconic for so many reasons because I was fortunate enough to go and watch the Williams sisters play doubles and then watch Rafa afterwards. And to me, that was the changing of the tides. That is like my generation of tennis athletes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that were Still played really well, better than 99.9% of (laughs) tennis players and athletes in the world. But this new breed, like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I don't care if I I won an Olympic medal, probably can't beat someone who's 
18 who that's their full-time training routine who's at the top of their game and prime of their youth right Mm -hmm. just genetics it's biology and i think that this new generation let's set up the stage for them too while also celebrating serena's legacy like i said to me that's a missed opportunity like when i was a kid playing tennis adidas had anna kornikova outfits and i was like i need that dress that's dope i mean I don't know if all the boys are out there right now. Maybe I'm a little bit of an old head and they're like, ah, those square neck shirts that all the men are wearing. (laughs) I mean, those those square weird. The color blocking is fire. Yeah. I like the color blocking, blocking but but the square neck, I'm like, what is Nike doing with that? It's just bizarre. But that's what I'm saying. So they are putting in innovation in tennis. And that's why I mentioned the square neck. Those who know me know that I've been talking way too much about square necks for the past week and a half. But, I mean, I think I know it's it's because it's not up on the neck. It kind of sits below the neckline, like right below the collarbones. It's probably like, oh, we got air to breathe. Comfort wise, right. super smart. Yeah, it I just think looks you're weird. Totally right. It, just it looks, looks weird. weird. <laughs> but that to me shows that they are putting spend in design and innovation. Right. You're doing something, even though it's a little bit of a different shape. That's a different pattern. That's a different right. manufacturing technique, right? So if they're going to do that, why not do a test and learn with Serena? We talk about female signature shoes mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. This to me hits different. Yeah. I, I'm also someone who wears like a lot of basketball sneakers on the court. Like I've worn my Katie's out in public, you know, the ones with the flowers mm-hmm. that are like mm-hmm. a whole vibe. Yeah. I also play tennis in those. That's so what to me. And you look at the new zooms that Nike keeps putting out. That looks like that KD. So there's a lot of opportunity to go beyond tennis, even from a design standpoint. Sure. But we don't know because obviously the tennis community isn't like, hey, everyone, copy our style. But like, <laughs> kind of like everyone's in warm up yeah. suits and track suits lately. Yeah, so no. it, you it, never it, know unless you try it. And I'm, I'm a little disappointed that there wasn't more out there to do a test. I'm just wondering what the reasoning is, right? Because I just don't, because as we know, um, at the Nike campus um, in Oregon, they have a Serena Williams building. Like there is an entire building. So I don't understand, like, is it something where she was like, nah, I'm not into this? Like what, like what is the, because I can't imagine nobody on Nike's campus thought, you know what we should do? Like, like we're we're not we're not revolutionary in our thinking. Somebody somewhere had to think of this, and somebody somewhere said no. I don't know what, why, or it didn't get past a certain. What was the process <laughs> like that we that we decided on the, the situation where yeah we're not releasing anything or doing yeah, anything. I mean- and it could be like, oh, Gerard and I eat our words in a year because Serena says, I don't want to do anything until I retire right. and I want to be hands it. on with the collection and maybe I want to launch it at my favorite tournament next year. Hey, Nike, give us a call if you need help with that idea. <laughs> Happy to help build it out. But that could be what it is. We don't know. And, right. and so I think that's where, to your point, Jay, I'd love to know the thought process on both sides mm-hmm. because with Nike, yes, we're in the business of making money, of course, but... Nike ain't partnering with Jay Balvin to do a limited collab to right. make all the big bucks. That's the clout. That's the right. legacy. Exactly. That there's exactly. more to it than that. And yep. like, I'd love to see what Serena's take is on some of these iconic silhouettes, but mm-hmm. as part of a Serena collection and collab, right? Like, um, with it. I think when we look at the off whites, I loved her silhouettes. And true sneaker people remember that, but like tennis people aren't like, oh yeah, those Serena Williams sneakers that came out. I guarantee you. A lot of my tennis friends didn't even know those existed. So it's like, who are we really talking to at the end mm-hmm. of the day when mm-hmm. we say these things, right? That this one's a little bit different, but because to me, she is a cultural icon. Right. right. That's the part that doesn't Where's the connect. test and learn? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and that's where I'm like, I'm hoping that there's more to come. Yeah. 
like Nike is very smart, but like, again, the women also don't necessarily in general have the right representation. There's a reason we still have conversations about inclusive sizing, whether it's sneakers, uh, clothing, like plus size stuff, stuff for athletes. Like Serena has a different build than anyone at that time, right? She was yep. a lot more muscular, mm-hmm. of a lot more like of a true athletic build versus mm-hmm. like that tall and lean, mm-hmm. more traditional tennis silhouette. And so I think there was so much that was different about her. And I think Nike did such a beautiful job with like the Kaepernick support mm-hmm. and collection mm-hmm. because he was a disruptor, because he was a game changer that I would love to see if they put some of that into a Serena yep. machine of sorts, no what doubt. that would come to look like beyond no like a cool, we dropped some things that have her name attached to it that yep. Yep. maybe look like they're a little clip arty versus like Serena's design. <laughs> She's a designer. She works in fashion. Right. She's got a jewelry line, right? right? Like this woman literally does it all. She is I'm super mom. She's an inspiration so much in so many realms and so many ways beyond her contributions on the tennis court. And yeah. I hope someday she gets her flowers for all that. Yeah, no, I, I well said. And I think, it, I think why it's resonating so much with us is that it is, it feels like a missed opportunity because mm-hmm. of who she is, right? Like, and it isn't like, to your point, it isn't like, oh, we're just realizing this. Like she, she's been the greatest tennis player of all time for quite some time now, right? So Again, in terms of foresight, we knew that the end was coming at some point, right? Like, so why not get these wheels in motion? And this goes back to the conversation about, well, inside the headquarters and offices at Nike, whom are the people having these conversations? Are there women there? Are there people of color there? Or is it just men, right? And I think that's a big reason probably why we haven't seen what we've seen, right? Because or what we want to see, I should say. Um, but again... In a year, we could be eating our words. Maybe she was waiting because she wants to be totally hands-on. We don't know. It was going to be a big surprise. I hope, so. I hope so. Who knows? But it does feel like, man, this would have been the time to really unleash something amazing. And, I mean, like, to your point, you're like, yes, Nike's company to make money. You ain't, they're not keeping the lights on with this J Balvin collection at Jordan brand, right? It's a limited drop. Like, so it, clearly they know how to do the clout thing. And, I mean, if there's anybody who could have generated clout and all that, in that, in that moment – for sure yep. would be Serena Williams. Well, and that's what it's about. It's the moment in time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Moment in time. Well, folks, that is another fantastic episode of the kicks and shit show. You like that? I, I, I went into, I, N- we're so modest on this show. I went, this week, Jay. I, I, like I, it. I, I went, I went into NPR voice. I was like, well, that was another wonderful episode of yes, very soothing. <laughs> Master, voice. Thank you all theater. for your time. We appreciate you tuning in for yet another riveting episode of the oh, kicks man. and shit show. <laughs> it's perfect, right? Yeah. It's, that's exactly how I've we do it. See, see, we can do masterpiece <laughs> theater. We get, we can do it all. However you guys want to, we can make that happen, but I'll uh, we'll be back. Uh, for sure with some guests as we kick off the fall season. Until next time, everybody. Peace.